When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> it's the old radio comedy podcast it's episode 28 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio we're diving right in today with an episode of that great classic sitcom, The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie and Harriet Nelson and their children Ricky and David Nelson. It ran from 1944 to 1954 and spawned a very popular TV show as well. So sit back and relax for the November 9th, 1944 broadcast of The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring young America's favorite couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. Let's look in at the Nelson home. It's 8 p.m. Dinner is over, and the head of the house is sitting in the living room. Ozzy is right there beside her. <laughs> oh, um, you know, Harriet, out of the whole 20th time when I feel a lazier, right after dinner, best time of all to just relax and read a little. Mm-hmm. Think you got something there, Ozzy. Let's see what I'll read tonight. H.G. Wells' Outline of History? No. Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire? Oh, what's that uh, right over there, dear? This one on the table? Yeah. It's the November issue of Super Movie Magazine. I think I'll browse through that a while. <laughs> Gosh, you know, these magazines are all the same. Now, just look at pages four, five, and six. Nothing but photographs of movie stars kissing each other. I wonder if they don't ever get tired of that. I guess not. It says continued on page 103. <laughs> Say, there's some interesting articles this month, though. That's the romance and glamour issue. Mm-hmm. Just glancing through it here, the glamour department doesn't seem to be doing so well this month. Oh, really? Now, just listen to this. Gwendolyn Latour, pictured here at the Brown Derby with Garvin Peterson, is going to marry Cedric Parker as soon as she is divorced from her present husband, Horace Seabrook. Gosh. But this probably won't be until June, says Mr. Seabrook's fiancée, Peggy Travers, because her husband won't let her go to Reno until she breaks her engagement to Talbot Dillon. <laughs> well, it certainly sounds complicated. It sure does. I think I'll just stick to you. Oh, gee, thanks, kid. <laughs> <laughs> now, I frankly admit some of the most miserable days of my life were spent as a bachelor. Oh, you're just saying that so I'll bake a chocolate cake. No, no, I'm not. I really mean it. What didn't you like about being a bachelor? Well, I had to sew my own buttons on, darn my own socks, wash out my own shirt, and eat dinner alone. But things are different now. Yeah, I don't have to eat dinner alone anymore. <laughs> you know, it sounds kind of silly now, thinking of you as a bachelor. 
Yeah, I remember at that time I used my middle name, George. Did you know that? Well, of course. Don't you remember the first ring you gave me? The inscription you had on it? Yeah, I don't think I do. Well, I'll never forget it. I thought at first you were telling me where to go. It said G to H. Oh, yeah, I remember. You know, I'm glad you went back to the name Ozzy, though. It fits you better. George sounds too formal for you. It's a nice name, though. Oh, I like it. Some of my favorite people are named George, but for you... Oh, I like an unusual name better, and... Oh, I don't know. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry is named George. You know, sometimes I wonder if they really expect people to believe some of this stuff here in these magazines. Like what? Now, just listen to this. Did you know that Ernie Pagano, the famous movie producer, has three swimming pools? Hot, cold, and seven up. <laughs> oh, say, I knew there was something I wanted to tell you. It says in that issue that Throckmorton Hamilton and his wife have split up. Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. He seemed like an ideal husband. Well, I don't think I'd go that far. What makes you say that? Well, now, for one thing, he absolutely refused to buy his wife a mink coat. Well, darling, I don't have a mink coat either. Yeah, but he came right out and said no instead of promising her one and then not getting it for her like a gentleman. <laughs> you know, people talk about glamour and picture stars. I wonder if they'll ever recapture the glamour of old Hollywood of the silent days. Clara Bow and Peter Barra and Francis X. Bushman. Yeah, Hollywood must have been interesting back in those old days. Yet in some ways, it was like a big country town. Mm-hmm. I understand that not so many years ago, they used to pick lemons on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Where did we meet, Ozzy? <laughs> Now, you know very well where we met. <laughs> Stop trying to tear down my romantic appeal. Oh, Ozzie Nelson, every time you read a movie magazine, you picture yourself as a glamour boy, don't you? Well, don't you? Yes. Oh, brother. <laughs> Come with me to the Roseland Ballroom. <laughs> What's the matter with the Palladium? It's cheaper at the Roseland Ballroom. Oh, I see. Oh, Mrs. Parkington, you are beautiful. Kiss me. Oh, but suppose Mr. Parkington arrives home suddenly. Don't worry about Mr. Parkington, Mrs. Parkington. Why not? Where's he? With Mrs. Skeffington. <laughs> That's enough now. You've had your fun. Well, I did pretty well, didn't I? What do you think of me as the great lover? Well, of course, dear. Being your wife, I'm naturally a little prejudiced. Oh, yes, of course. But wait a minute now. Maybe I'd better think that one over a little. <laughs> oh, say, before you put down that magazine, look at that back page. There's a contest there that might interest you. The back page? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Have you ever been offered a penny for your thoughts? If you have, then it's time you stop thinking so cheap. Turn your imagination into real money. You may have a gold mine hidden in your head. Well, that sounds easy enough. You just take your hat off and discover a hidden fortune. Say, wait a minute. You think you're kidding. You've given me an idea. Oh, no. By golly, I've always figured that's how I'd make my second million as a writer. Your second million? Yes, I've given up hopes for the first million long ago. <laughs> it says, if you think you have literary talent... Why not prove it to yourself and us by sitting down tonight and writing a 600-word essay on glamour? 
Go on. Tell us in your own words what glamour is, what it means, what part it plays in our current pattern of life. Oh, don't tell me you're really going to enter that contest. I certainly am. All you need to win is a pencil and a paper and some brains. I can get the pencil and paper at the Owl Drugstore. <laughs> what about the brains? Sears and Roebuck? <laughs> Anastasia, sometimes I think you're crazy. Well, go ahead. Call me crazy. They said Edison was crazy. They said Robert Fulton was crazy. They said Joe Cacolach was crazy. Who's Joe Cacolach? He's my uncle. He was crazy. Ozzy, <laughs> uh, are you really serious about entering that contest? Well, certainly. I have a tremendous advantage living here in Hollywood. Well, what do you mean? Well, we get a chance to see glamour at first hand here. Oh, are you kidding we haven't even been to a drive-in for three weeks, and I don't know when we went to a nightclub last. Gee, that's right, isn't it? But you've given me an idea. I could be ready in 15 minutes. Ready? Well, sure. In order to write about glamour, you have to study it at first hand. And what spot in the world is more glamorous than the Tacoma nightclub right here in Hollywood, huh? Well, I hate to admit it, but I think you got something there. And if I win third prize of $200, we ought to break even on the night. Yeah. <laughs> Prize is two hundred. What are the others? Well, it says second prize is five hundred. The first prize is to be announced later, probably about a thousand. Well, we'd better tell Gloria we won't have dinner at home. Oh, gee, I hope she won't mind staying home alone with the children. Oh, Gloria, Gloria, did you call me, Mrs. Nelson? <laughs> Gloria, we're going to the Tracombo Cafe tonight. Oh, that's nice. You don't happen to have a date this evening, do you? Well, nothing important. Uh, do you think it would be possible for you to break it? Oh, thank you, Mr. Nelson. I'd break a date any time to go to the Tricombo. <laughs> you don't understand, Gloria. No, you see, I'm taking Mrs. Nelson. Yes, it's better that way. It wouldn't look right for you and me to go there alone. <laughs> what we mean is, would you stay home with the children? Oh, home. Well, I'll do it. Thanks, Gloria. We hate to ask you to do this, but Mr. Nelson's writing an article about glamour, and he wants to get a little first-hand information. Well, I'd be happy to help out any way I can. Oh, well, thank you, Gloria. I didn't realize you were interested in glamour. Oh, yes. Some of my friends call me the Maria Montez of the Union Stockyard. <laughs> Gloria, we'll have to be going soon. That's so. all right. Go right ahead. Have a good time. And if you see Van Johnson... Yes? Just give him this message for me. What message? Oh! That's all. Oh, oh, and Gloria, remember, if you want us, we'll be at the Tacombo nightclub. And while we're gone, looking at the children every once in a while. Oh, and be sure the doors are locked. Roger. <laughs> Ozzie, where in the world did she get that Roger from? It's strictly G.I., isn't it? Yeah, I taught to. I was an M.P. in the last war, you know. Ozzie Nelson, you were a Boy Scout in the last war, and you know it. That's what I said, M.P. Mouse Patrol. <laughs> Why don't you phone for taxi cab while I go upstairs and get dressed? Okay. Let's see now. What's the phone number? The taxi? Oh, yes. (laughs) 
taxis are sure hard to get these days. Would you please place your call again, sir? Oh, all right. Job getting dressed? Quick, I didn't even get a cab yet. How do I look? You look wonderful, as usual. Little Ricky here just paid his mother a very nice compliment. He said I look sharp as a tack. That's pretty good for four years old, isn't it? It sure is. Glad I have my best suit on tonight, too. How does your old man look, Ricky? I said, how do I look, Ricky? Sharp as a marble, Dad. <laughs> You just got to get that kid's tonsils taken out. <laughs> oh, well, let's go, Harry. Let's look over the glamour. If you don't mean it, don't talk sweet words. If they're not true, don't tear my heart like it was paper. Because my heart loves only you. You can't go round, sweethearting others, and then pretend that I'm yours exclusively. Love must be true. Mean what you're saying, unless you do. Don't sweetheart me. That's how the song was originally written. And then the torch singers took it over and developed it into everything but Don't Sweetheart Me. Don't sweetheart me because you're mean to me. Why must you be mean to me? You know you're just my bill. And you know you always will, for I'll be loving you always. That's just why I say, music, maestro, please, don't sweetheart me. Then there's the extra word man. He really butchers it up with added words like this. I don't sweetheart me, oh honey baby, if you do, you'll do be sorry. I know what to do to you. And if you do, then you'll regret it. Wait and see. Don't sweetheart me, and don't forget it. Last week you heard me say it, heart or I'll repay it, man. And then the dance bands take over the melody and write their super special arrangements and we hear... Don't sweetheart me. Combo Cafe, where Ozzy expects to get some ideas on glamour in the hope of winning the magazine contest he's going to enter. Their taxi is just pulling up in front of the door. This is it, Combo Cafe. Okay, thank you, miss. 
How do you like driving a taxi cab? Oh, fine, thanks. It sort of runs in our family. My two sisters are cab drivers. My mother drives the cab, and my father drives the cab. Your father drives the cab, too, hey? Yeah. He wears the wig, of course. Of course. <laughs> well, we $1.35. All right, here you are. And here's a tip for you. Oh, thanks. That money will come in very handy. I'm buying my grandmother a pair of eyeglasses. She's 80 years old, you know. Really? 80 years old? Well, it's about time she had a pair of glasses. She needs them, doesn't she? I'll say. It's a tough job driving them Greyhound buses. <laughs> well, here it is. The exclusive and popular Tracombo. Sure looks pretty from the outside. I hope we can get a good table. Yeah, so do I. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, how many, please? A uh, table for two, please. Well, let's see. I can give you number 19. It's a nice little secluded table behind that potted palm. Well, you can give us a table right out in the open. This is my wife. Oh. Very good, sir. Uh, Tyrone, show this lady and gentleman to number 58. No, number 58? Yes, sir. Step right this way, please. <laughs> Goodness, how much further back are you taking us? Just keep following me, please. Well, this is quite a walk. I'm sorry, but we're very crowded tonight. Oh, well, where's our table in North Hollywood? <laughs> Goodness. What direction is the dance floor? Just directly south, southeast. <laughs> In fact, on a clear night, you can see the orchestra quite plain from here. Uh, may we have a menu, please, Tyrone? No, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to bring a menu with me. Well, can't you go and get us one? Again, I'm so sorry. I only make this trip once a night. <laughs> I ain't as young as I used to be, you know. Yes, it is quite a hike to where we came from. Well, never mind. Just bring us a couple of ham sandwiches and some coffee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, let me see. Mm. Which way is the kitchen? <laughs> oh, yes, this way. I guess you haven't thought of anything for the magazine contest yet, have you? Well, how can you find out anything about glamour when they put you at an isolated table way back here? It's isolated, all right. I'll have to admit, though, it's a beautiful nightclub. Yes, it is. Look at those decorations they have painted on the wall. Don't you think they're kind of risque? Gosh, naked beard glasses. <laughs> cigars, cigarettes, split guns, cigars, cigarettes, split guns. Split guns? In a nightclub? Why, that's silly. You think so? Wait till you see the floor show. Cigar, cigarette. Do you see any movie stars, Harriet? No, I don't. Of course, this isn't exactly a ringside table. Happy New Year! How you doing, baby? 
I guess I'm doing all right, thank you. Well, how about a dance, baby? Come on, let's give me a dance. Look, I don't think I'd be very much... Hey, just a moment. I happen to be this lady's husband. Well, so why he wants to dance with you? <laughs> You've been drinking, haven't you? I certainly have. Uh, what time is it? Time? Oh, it's uh, just 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock? Oh, oh, 12 o'clock. Oh, thank you very much. Well, goodbye. Say, just a minute. You're perfectly sober now. Well, of course. It's against the law to be drunk after 12 o'clock. Say, <laughs> Ozzy, I think you're... I think your watch is fast, dear. It's only 11.55. 11.55? Oh, that's different. Straighten up and fire right. <laughs> Oh, boy, what a character. See, I think I hear the orchestra starting. Would you like to dance with your husband? I'd love to. If you don't think we'd be too conspicuous. Well, let's chance it. dancing with you, Ozzy. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it, too. Did you get any inspirations on glamour while you were dancing and looking at people? No, I didn't. I'm beginning to wonder if I know what glamour really is. Oh, well, don't start worrying about it, making yourself miserable, dear. Oh, well, pardon me, but would you folks care for anything else? No, I don't think so. Just give me a check, please. We're leaving now. All right, let me see. What did you have? Uh, we had two ham sandwiches and a cup of coffee. How much is that? And we $27.45. Well, okay, here's the money. Oh, thank you, sir. Now I can go to the Palladium tomorrow night. Straighten up from Saturday. <laughs> oh, dear, it's too bad the evening had to be such a fizzle, Ozzy. Yeah, spending all this money and still not finding out what I wanted to. Oh, pardon me, sir. As you know, I am the head waiter. I am terribly sorry I gave you that bad table. I just found out you're Ozzy Nelson and Harry did you. Oh, that's all right. Oh, no, no, it isn't. Any young lady as truly glamorous as your wife should always be seated at a ringside table. Well, gosh, say just a minute. Did you say glamorous? I certainly did. And furthermore, she's the first person who's been in here in months who really has glamour. Gee, honey, what a dope I am out trying to discover what glamour is. And all the time, I'm married to it. Oh, Ozzy. <laughs> Gosh, now I know I can win that contest. Oh, uh, I hope you won't think this as an imposition, but uh, several of our guests wanted to ask if you and your glamorous wife would perhaps sing a song together. Well, I honestly don't think we know it all the way through. Let's see, together. We stroll the lane. Oh, no, 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 no. You misunderstand me. It doesn't have to be together or sing any song at all. Oh, I see. As long as you sing together. <laughs> Look, which is Abbott and which is Costello and who's on third? No, we'll be happy to sing a song. <laughs> really, we'll be very happy to sing a song for you, but there'll be a slight charge. Oh, that's perfectly all right. Uh, how much are you going to charge us? That'll be $27.45. Butch McHugh from 3rd Avenue was put into class 1A. The gang at Duffy's Tavern got a letter from him today. This army life, says he, is okie doke by me. You guys should see the gals that are building up my morale. 
I'm dancing with the mamas with the moolah. They must have drafted me into society. It took a uniform to show the dames my charms. Now you ought to see the babe that I'm holding in my arms. White as much, and there's Phyllis and Kalula. They take me home for muffins and tea. I used to chauffeur for a guy for 30 bucks a week. And now I'm dancing with his daughter, cheek to cheek. I'm dancing with the mamas with the moolah. Cause the army made a wow-wow out of me. Boy, are you having a nice I time? I certainly am. Why, I used to pay them Roseland dames a dime a dance. And now I'm having fun for free and with debutantes. Have you met Gwendolyn and Ethel and Tallulah? Oh, how do you do? They'd like to take you home for muffins and tea. A pleasure, I'm sure. When it is over, oh boy, I'll never have to wait. And those guys used to think that I was just an illiterate character. I'm standing with the mamas with the moolah. Cause the army made a wow-wow out of me. Look at me, see I'm standing. You've been working all night on that darn contest. Well, this typewriter's no help. Every time I hit the letter J, it comes out a Y. Well, honey, don't blame me. You're the yerk who owns the typewriter. <laughs> Gee, Harriet, now that I've sent in my entry, I wonder when we're going to hear the results of the contest. Almost any day now, I expect. Say, you seem pretty confident that you're going to win a prize. Well, if I said my essay was wonderful, that'd sound conceited. So I'll be modest and just say it's great. Would you (laughs) like to hear it? I have a copy right here. I certainly would. Well, it's called The Girls of the Nation Seek Glorification, or They Clamor for Glamour. That's a pretty cute title. Thank you. And the essay starts like this. When we think of glamour, we almost immediately think of sweater girls. And by the way, there are two types of sweaters. Sweaters that look good, and sweaters that look like sweaters. (laughs) I thought I'd make a little joke there. Well, that's little enough. Glamour is a magic combination of various elements. On a beautiful woman, it's exotic perfume, lipstick, and personality that makes her tempting. While on a salad, it's rope for cheese and Thousand Island dressing. Oh, I'm sure the women will love that comparison. Thank you. I thought it was rather clever myself. You see, I go on now, and I explain that whether you're being intrigued by a woman or a salad, the proper dressing plays a very important part. (laughs) Another little joke. (laughs) Yes. Now, as a matter of fact, however, salad can be very glamorous, too, you know. Well, maybe you're right, but I never heard of a wife suing her husband because he was chasing around with a salad. (laughs) And I've got a great ending for the article. Good. Well, I wind it up by saying, there are so many glamorous women in America that our nation will soon be known as 
the fatter nation. <laughs> Another little joke. Don't you think my composition sounds good? Oh, it's swell, dear. Well, aren't you impressed with my writing ability? Oh, oh, yes, dear, but... But what? Well, I wouldn't give up the band for a few days yet. <laughs> No, I can't understand why I haven't heard from Super Movie Magazine yet. Well, darling, for one thing, it takes several days for mail to come from New York all the way out here to California. I know, but today's the day they're supposed to notify the winners. And I have a strange feeling, Harriet, that I'm going to win that first prize. I hope so. Adding $1,000 to what we already have in the bank would be pretty nice. I'll say. Just imagine, $1,048. Of course, they didn't announce what the first prize would be, but I'm sure it'll be something like that. This letter just arrived from New York, Mr. Nelson. Certainly the contest. Sure. Let me have it, Gloria. Harriet, listen to this. Mr. Ozzie Nelson, 1847, Rogers Road, Hollywood, California. Dear sir, we take great pleasure in advising you that the judges of our Glamour Story Contest have selected your contribution as the winning manuscript. You see, Harriet, and you thought I couldn't write. Oh, it wasn't that, Ozzie. I always figured there was some sort of a catch to that contest. Oh, gosh, what do we do with all the money? Oh, gee, how much did you win? Let me see. We are hereby notifying you. You have won the first prize. A free trip to Hollywood. Just what we needed. That was the episode, The Glamour Essay Contest, from The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Everyone have a super weekend, and we'll see you here on Monday for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce, and remember... Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley.